With us today is Congressman Peter King, and so many things are happening. Congressman King, where would you like to start? There's so many messes around. You tell us. Okay, John. First of all, it's great to be with you on the you know, great Sunday. Uh, I guess you know, one thing I was looking at this week is President Biden. And I'm not, I'd say, anti-Biden and uh, everything he does. Like, for instance, he went to Asia and he went to India, and uh, he's basically trying to form a group of nations to weaken China. He's uh, uh, India, Vietnam, and then before that with South Korea and Japan. So on paper, all this sounds like the right thing to do, and you want to support him on it. But then afterwards, when he does the news conference, he's almost incoherent. He seems like he's lost. And uh, so it's, it's, this is not the image that you want you know, the leader of the uh, uh, you know, greatest country in the world to be having when you're in such crisis. And this week, David Ignatius is a big writer for the Washington Post. He's a powerhouse behind the scenes in democratic politics. He actually said that he thinks Joe Biden should announce that he's not running for president. And Kamala Harris should announce she's not running for vice president. The only reason I bring this out is that uh, even when the president tries to do the right thing, he has a hard time getting the message across. And that's going to, I think, have an impact on the American people and on the world. So that's something to watch as we go forward, whether or not he's really going to run again or if he can run again especially with the growing problems about his son. Now, back to a local level, here in Queens, there was an open assembly seat, a special election, and I would have thought, and I think you would have thought, that if there was any time when Republicans should have made an input, it should be now. Uh, when you had, uh, you know, the migrant issue was just taking over in Brooklyn and Staten Island and Queens, Queens especially with the, uh, there's a 1,000 beds, it's 800 beds at, uh, outside Cleveland Hospital in a tent, uh, for these uh, uh, migrants who have no jobs, who are uh, unvetted. And yet, Republicans lost that seat by 10 points. Now, as you point out, it was uh, really since only 4,000 people come out, 200 votes being switched around would have added up to 400, and that would have been 10%. But to me, the fact that the Republicans couldn't draw out uh, voters in an election like that, uh, special election especially, where, uh, you know, the anger of the people, the uh, distrust that the people have for government, and the Democrats control everything, there should have been a massive re- uh, turnout of people voting Republican. So really, the Republican organization has to do something. The community activists who do a lot of yelling about the migrants, they have to get politically active. It's not enough just to talk and demonstrate. Congressman King, I was, yeah. I was very disappointed because of everything that's going on in New York State, uh, with the bail law and with the migrants situation, uh, that the Republicans weren't able to uh, overcome uh, uh, the, the Democratic thing in, the, in what was it, the Whitestone area, uh, uh, and uh, I just don't understand it uh, because our city, our state, is going southwards. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, this was to me uh, politically, it was the ideal time for the Republicans to pick up seats, to pick up the seat. And governmentally, it's the right thing to do because the Democrats in New York and in uh, uh, New York City are failing at every turn. And right now it's on the doorstep, but not just on the doorstep, it's inside the House in Queens where you have, again, so many of these migrants, illegal migrants coming in. And uh, the, the, the mayor seems incapable of handling it, the governor, the president. And if nothing else, this is a protest. I would have thought that the Republicans would have been able to get more people to come out to vote for their candidate. And uh, it should have been a referendum. Well, there was only 4,500 votes cast. And uh, 
they lost by uh, 10 points, so that's, they lost by 400 votes or uh, half of that or whatever. So it's not that many votes. And I would, I would have thought that the Republicans would have done a better job of getting out the vote. John, you're right. First, if you lose by 400, that means all you have to do is turn around 201 and you win the election. And uh, to me, in an election like this, a special election where uh, tensions are so strong and the Democrats are so much on defense, I thought there would have been outpouring of people voting Republican, if nothing else, just to send a message that they've had enough. So if the Republicans can't win this, it doesn't really pretend well, well where we're going. In six uh, weeks, six, six, yeah. six weeks or seven weeks, you have 51 out of 51 city council seats. I mean, uh, uh, I would say the Republicans should have a game plan on uh, on winning uh, uh, and making a difference against the socialists. Look, I'm not against Democrats. I'm 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 pro common sense Democrats. I am pro common sense Republicans. I'm ag- I'm against the, the socialists that are trying to destroy our city. Well, you're right about Democrats. You're going to get like Bob Holder in Queens. I mean, he's his uh, solid common sense conservative-leaning Democrat who wants to defend his neighborhood and his community. So, no, it's not Democrats per se, but it's the people who are in the ruling positions now in the Democratic Party. So there's some seats we have to win. We have to win the city council down in the Bay Ridge area of uh, Brooklyn. That's, uh, uh, to me, uh, absolutely essential. And there's others around that, and listen, can't win all of them. We're probably not even going to come close to majority, but the Republican leaders should be focusing on Three, four, five, six, seven, eight districts eight, you know, that they feel they can turn around in this election. By doing that, that's how you send a message. That's how you put common sense into the minds of the other Democrats. They realize they could be next. But uh, I don't really see it happening. And listen, we got some great uh, uh, candidates and we have some great uh, office holders. But we have to build on uh, uh, more of them. We just really have to. And, uh, uh, Congressman, the other big thing in New York we're doping down on the New Yorkers, you know, between the marijuana. There's 2,000 shops now in New York City. I mean, what the heck is going on? John, there's the marijuana shops, and at the same time, some of the uh, legitimate businesses are closing down, or they're basically locking their stores down because they're afraid of being vandalized. You have so many people with uh, high incomes who are moving out. You have so many... uh, against stores in minority communities being shut down or being having their hours dramatically reduced. But you're right, though. Listen, I'm not, uh, I, I never smoked pot, and my wife never did, but you say when you walk down the street, you might as well be smoking it. There's so much of it. My God, it's, uh, it's everywhere. And, you know, we, we can have a whole debate over whether or not it should be legalized. The fact is that you can't have a society going heavily in this one direction of being pot smokers, of uh, working from home. We go through the whole thing. The crime rate, uh, you know, going up the way it is. Or even if it's not going up, it's not coming down from the high levels it was at. Crime is much higher than it was back in 2019 or 2018 and 2017. And uh, it doesn't seem to be much hope in sight on that. Uh, I hope the new commissioner, I, I thought the previous commissioner, Keith Sansour, did a phenomenal job. I hope uh, uh, Commissioner Caban can keep it going in that direction. So far, I think there's some questions out there. So we have to. Uh, Again, I hate to sound apocalyptic, but it's almost like we could be losing our civilization or losing our culture. Uh, We have no borders. Uh, You have uh, an an abuse of pot smoking. You have uh, communities that can't keep stores open. You have people who who finance the jobs, who support the jobs, moving out of the state. 
and how many people I run into who are on their way to North Carolina, on their way to Florida, on their way to South Carolina. And uh, the city's not going to be able to survive if this keeps up. It really isn't. Now, we had the good days of Giuliani and Bloomberg. Since then, it's really been a downward spiral. I was hoping Eric Adams could turn it around. Personally, I think he's a very nice guy. But uh, there's an inconsistency there, which is hurting the city. He's got to get firm. And also, John, on the issue of migrants, when he and the governor keep saying the issue is getting more money from Washington and giving work visas, that's like putting a Band-Aid on a hemorrhage. I mean, this is... Uh, uh, all it's going to do is maybe alleviate it temporarily, but it's going to encourage more migrants to come to New York. If they know that there's going to be hotels and jobs available for them, then they'll come up here. So we can't stop illegal immigration by calling it legal. I mean, it's the, our borders are crumbling, and it's going to And there's a technicality the before. There's a technicality in the law that de Blasio uh, signed uh, that – if they live here for 30 days, even though they're migrants and non-citizens, they can vote. Yeah, that, I believe that law is on hold, it's in court, but no, if that's ever implemented, that will definitely change the face of the city. And I'm not talking about racial or ethnic or religious change. I'm talking about the people who come here. If you're not, if you're not coming in legally, right away you're coming in with an attitude, with a disregard for the law. In the past, we had immigrants who had to go to Ellis Island, who had to be vetted. But by the time they got here and were on the path to citizenship, they knew what America was all about. They knew what hard work was all about. They knew what the culture of the city was about. Yep. Each ethnic group had its own pride. But just to come in there randomly the way it is now and be uh, all living in the, uh, the uh, Roosevelt Hotel, getting their motorbikes, getting their iPads, their iPhones, and uh, it's, it's just it's it. really going to change what New York is all about. Congressman Peter King, thank you. Have a great uh is it fall yet? It looks like we're on the border between uh, summer and uh, fall. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. We'll see you Monday. Thank you, John. See you then. Bye.